0: Hey Afterbuzzers, welcome to the Grace and Frankie After Show here at Afterbuzz TV. Today we're gonna to be breaking down season three, episodes one and two, titled The Art Show, and the second one is titled The Incubator. And guys, we have Baron Vaughn here in the studio with us for our first episode back. I'm so excited, so stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV Superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz! Let's begin!
0: Hello again, our beautiful, beautiful After Buzzers. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Grace and Frankie After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'll be your lead host for the season, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. Before I introduce you to the new panel, I would like to introduce you guys to Baron Vaughn. Thank yes. you so much for being
1: Vaughn. here. I'm so, happy to be here.
0: Uh, I I got the email that you were coming in, and I was like, no freaking way! <laughs> <laughs> so excited, Bud's gonna be here. Yeah. Uh, where can everyone find you on so? social media today. after
1: bud today um, <laughs> okay, find it. me on social media yeah. uh, I'm on it, uh, Twitter and Instagram it's B-A-R-V-O-N B-L-A-Q I have to sing it so that way people because it's a confusing otherwise <laughs> yeah I got but it that's now beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I thanks that. appreciate yeah. that
0: alright and now you two beautiful people yes. you introduce yourselves let us know where we can find you on social media yes I'm Shannon Bobo and you can find me everywhere at Shannon Bobo and I'll follow you back
2: and I'm Calvin, and you can find me all over the interwebs at Leon Calvin Mac.
0: And of course, guys, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV. If you're in the live chat, you know, chat. We love comments, questions, tweets. And again, we're thrilled to have you back for this uh, new season. So, has season four started filming? Yet?
1: I have no idea what nope. I can or can't say right, about right. that. Ah, we'll but just, uh... you can tell by my vacuous answer that there's a vacuous uh, thing happening.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Like good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about the return of this show? And what's your experience with this show? Because it's one of my personal favorite shows. I love watching it with my mom, mm-hmm. and it's a good bonding experience. What about you guys?
3: Definitely a great bonding experience. I definitely identify with Frankie. <laughs> I am um, a bohemian. My last name is Bobo. I call myself Bobo bohemian. And when she's Sagean and all that stuff, I say I can feel that. But then you know the you know combination of both of them probably with my. I'm a little bit conservative when it comes to a little bit, so I, I feel a little grace, but love the way it opened, love the way it just came right out at it, um, just looking to fulfill the needs of the vibrator. I'm like, yes, <laughs> we need to get that vibrator in there, in yes. the stores and everything. So that's my initial thing. I'm like, yes, just going right for it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what about you, Calvin? Uh,
2: this show just speaks to me on so many levels. I mean, I know on the outside, I may look like a 20-something-year-old black man, but on the inside, I'm a full-on middle-aged Caucasian woman. <laughs> So this this show uh speaks to her and I'm not ashamed of her anymore. So I, I love it. I love it on some low. Is she me.
0: Jewish? Do you think she's Jewish? Yeah, she's half. half? Okay.
2: Her name is Barbara.
0: Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's that's a good one. So tell me, you know, about you, Baron, and, like, your experience with the show, when you were cast, and kind of, you know, being able to work on such a groundbreaking show for women, specifically.
1: Well, uh, first, let me say that I'm I'm happy with both of your responses, uh, because that is a thing about the show. I think people identify with Grace or Frankie, but what I'm seeing more is that people see both you know, both in themselves. They kind of, it's like the dichotomy, right? Um, one of the things that I loved about the show from the moment I, I wrote I re- wrote the script, <laughs> from the moment <laughs> I wrote, I'm Marta, in disguise. Um, from the moment I read the script, I was, I, first of all, I was blown away. I thought it was really funny. And I loved that it ended on this big, fat question mark. You know, what now? Because these are women who are of a certain age. And I think in this culture, you know, we think after... People hit a certain age. You put them away. You know, like, okay, you you passed 60. We're putting you in the cupboard. Now collect dust. (laughs) And people forget that you're always growing. You're Mm -hmm. always learning. And that's one of the things that I think is the most important about the show is to show that that never ends. Mm -hmm. You know, and that you can reinvent yourself. You can find out who you really are, you know, up into your 70s, you know, 80s and beyond and whatnot. So, uh, you know, the best part of working on the show is... You know, hanging out with legends. What, you know, what can I say? Like yes, <laughs> Jane Fonda. You know, Lily Tomlin, and, and Lily is a personal hero of mine. Anyway, you know, I, I used to watch Laughing when I was a kid, uh, and she, you know, always stuck out to me. Actually, there was a character she used to do in Laughing called uh, Ernestine. That was like a uh, she was a, a telephone operator. And she would like, you know, connect. She'd be like this, and she would like let me connect her call. One ringy dingy. She had this like bit, and then I told that to Lily, and then she actually, this woman had a snort laugh, like (laughs) laugh, (laughs) and Lily did it. And I almost broke into tears. So okay. I was like, oh, that was important to me. I didn't know until this moment how important that was to me. But I get to hang out with this woman, you know, and, and be treated like a an equal, you know, a peer, and, and do scenes with her and stuff.
3: Yeah, that's amazing. Awesome. It is amazing. Oh, I got chills. <laughs> I'm like, it can happen.
0: Well, speaking so of these two women, let's start off with the beginning of the first episode, which is them trying to find Alone, which was a really funny, it was just like a long, funny sketch to me, you know these two old women trying not. Old, you know what I'm saying? Older, Older women year. trying to get alone, and they want it to be short mm-hmm. because they're like, "Well, you're going to die soon." Basically,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And it's it's like a very understated. It was just very, very funny and real, and I loved both of their reactions, mm-hmm. especially Frankie, who is you know particularly upset. She's usually the cool one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But instead it was Grace, who was, you know, calm down, calm yes, down. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, it spoke
3: to, spoke volumes of ageism. Like, we, mm-hmm. we always think of racism, but it's definitely ageism. They're like, we're not going to give you, we're not going to be able to supply you because we're afraid that you're not going to pay us back because you're going to die before. And um, I love this story, and especially the fact that these women are, um usually, like you said earlier, like, usually we're throwing them away and mm-hmm. not thinking about it. I'm like, we're all going to get that age unless we die first. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> morbid, but like, yes, yes, it's true. It's <laughs> very morbid, <laughs> but true. And um, it's just like, I feel like they're, it's just groundbreaking and taking, especially what they need the loan for, um, the vibrator. It's like women, it's like we don't want to think about it, but it's like you, no matter how old you are, you're still going to want some. Like it's mm-hmm. still like, it's like mm-hmm. it's just the female sexuality is bringing that in. Like do you just stop craving sex after you reach a certain age? No, you don't. You still want some. And it's like they don't have partners right now or they don't feel fulfilled or um, the reasons behind of getting um, the vibrator in the first place spoke volumes to me too because I didn't want to think... M- well, my grandmother got... Um Alzheimer's, she, she stopped, she all of a sudden lost her ability to keep everything in, so mm. she was, like, kind of more sexual, which is <laughs> kind of hilarious. <laughs> so she was talking about, getting. You know, I was like, Grandma, I never thought of you. And I was like, but wait, she's still a lady, It doesn't matter what. She was just more open about it. She was like, Mom, set it out. She started dancing. <laughs> you haven't seen anything until you've seen your grandmother twerk. And I was oh like, wow, goodness. Grandma. But anyway, you you get to see that um, yeah. women, no matter how, um, when we get, we, we still want some. We still yeah you know, crave sex,
2: so. Your grandmother is my new favorite person by (laughs) the way.
3: (laughs) Miss Maggie. Miss Maggie.
0: There is that awesome, you know, episode, the last episode of the season where Grace and Frankie tell their whole families about their new... season two? Yeah, about season two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, not this season. We quote unquote have not watched it. Um, I'm a terrible liar. Actually, I have <laughs> <laughs> been trying to be good, so um I, I haven't watched it that far yet, but she has. Yes, but I
2: I, yeah. we're not
1: going so there. So we are only talking about, yes. okay, about one and two today.
0: The last season though, at the in the finale when all the family gets together and they tell you guys about the vibrator, mm-hmm. like I just thought that scene was so uh, so funny, especially Bud's response, you know, he's just like wants to put earmuffs on basically.
1: Well, it's exactly what Shannon was talking about, you know, um, that their family, and that's what I think that last scene of the second season is about, is that, you know, they're being put in a box. Their family's not taking them seriously. They're dismissing them, and that has been going on all season. And so... You know, to kind of have who they are, and especially their sexuality, be like, oh, gross, gross. Just you talking about it is gross. (laughs) That's insulting. So, you know, it's always, it was great to see, you know, to read and then to see that they stand up for themselves, you know, and that's what the launch into the third season with, you know. And I I do love that scene in the bank as well because I love how long it takes them to figure it out. That like, oh, wait a minute, I see what's going on here. You 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 think we're gonna die is what's going on. <laughs> and it makes sense to me that Frankie is also is bent out of shape about it because Frankie hates uh uh injustice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Frankie hates, you know, any sort of, uh, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Injustice is a good one. It yeah. But it's just kind of like when she sees it happening, especially if it's happening to her, she can't stand for it. And I think Grace is used to kind of twisting herself around it a little bit more. All right, we'll go somewhere else. We're not wanted here sort mm-hmm. of attitude. But that's also the, the place where they have a lot of conflict on those things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The two of them together, you know, make a more balanced yes, very individual, balanced. Yep. right? Um, okay so another scene i wanted to talk to you about specifically mm-hmm. was another family scene and it was in the first episode and it's when they all go over to the new house with Robert and saul Ah, uh, yes are those scenes really fun when all of like the kids are together just like <laughs> band- back and forth everyone's saying something and it's just your work you work off each other so well
1: yeah and and it, they're hard to shoot you know because there's a lot of people talking at the same time mm-hmm. and you know there's always a lot of discussion about like like, okay, are we going to do this with everyone's everyone's on camera at the same time? Or just two people? How are we going to do... So that, you know, happens a lot. A lot of lot of, lot of talking about what the scene's going to be before we get to, to shoot it. And we're all like, we're ready to go. We feel in the zone. Um, so it's fun because we get to play off each other. Sometimes there's room for improv. You know, yeah. like just kind of being able to talk on top of each other and stuff like that. And And then the energy is always super fun, you know. And then, of course... In that scene specific, like, it's Sam and Martin who are just also great to play with. They're, like, the best sports.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. I, I love them. They crack me up every time. I just even even look at them together. And I know that's kind of, like, messed up because it's...
1: You mean seeing them together makes you laugh? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're like, ha-ha, look at them.
0: Well, no, just, like, they're such an odd couple.
1: Yes. And they're, like, yeah.
0: the odd couple,
1: you know? They really are the
0: odd couple. Yeah. But they actually... Yeah are
3: Lovers a couple. Too. Yeah, they're
0: actually a couple.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> true. That's a great way to describe it. Yeah.
0: And in a way, it's like Grace and Frankie, you know, too. It's exactly. a very a couple. So quirky similar
1: and cute at mm-hmm. the same time.
0: Yeah, very similar dynamic. Um is there anything that you remember improving at all throughout the series that they put that they put in that you specifically were like <laughs> I said that?
1: Um you know there is a line in that specific scene, Pacific. That Pacific scene in the ocean, uh, in the highway. Number one, um, that specific scene where we're looking at the house. I think I that there was a line about when they're asking, like, "Well, what do you think of the house?" And I think I improvised. Oh yeah, the feng shui is just perfect, and I was really happy <laughs> that, that got in there. I'm like it is a perfect, ex- it's a yes. perfect thing for Bud to say. Exactly, he would know about feng shui. Yeah, you are your mother's son. Yes, exactly. Sure.
0: Well, we also have this big art show, Mm -hmm. which, again, a lot of people... I feel like on this show, it's either a two-person scene or Or a Mm six-person scene.
1: (laughs) It's true, yeah.
0: And as a writer, too, you know, I'm a writer, and I I was thinking about it, how hard that is. It seems easy and flawless, but... It's difficult, again, because what you said, cameras and all these different people speaking. But again, we have the art show. And I love those scenes, though, where everyone's together still. And it's like, the art show was a bunch of mini scenes mm-hmm. into one. A lot of stuff going on. What did you think of the art show, Calvin?
2: My favorite scene was when it's you guys, all the siblings together, and then they meet Allison. Uh-oh. That oh. is the best. Mm-hmm. I, I, please let there be more Allison. <laughs> She's like the fully like realized uh, character version of... SNL's
1: uh, Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time I spoke, I to... Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, there is more Allison, I'll yes. tell you that. So because... More Allison to come. Um, yeah, and that was fun to, to shoot as well. I mean, you know, the thing about those scenes is when you have a, a scene that's like a huge group scene, you don't, also don't know what the space you're shooting in is going to be like. So you get there, and you're like, oh, alright, I see how this is, you know, and then you have to adjust the scene around. Sometimes lines get shifted around, stuff like that. But, It was also because Lindsay Kraft, who plays uh, Allison, is hilarious. You know, um, they let her play a lot as well and improvise a lot. And so just kind of having her enter into this dynamic of the family that's already established. And it makes sense that she is someone that Bud would date, you Mm -hmm. know, because in a way she's she's she reminds him of her of his mother because of like all the sort of the stuff that's always there's always some sort of drama kind of happening but also I think that he likes that she is someone that uh, he can nurture and take care of and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so it's so very sweet. and it's a it's a dynamic that gets that gets played with a lot mm-hmm. as the season goes on.
0: It's it's really funny. She reminds me a lot of Lake Bell.
1: Hmm. Oh, oh mean, yes. Uh, uh Lindsay does.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I can, but, I can, I can see, see that. Like yeah. a lot taller, you know, but yeah. she yeah, the her way she talks, her demeanor, her and, demeanor. Yeah, definitely. And even the way she looks, she's really funny. And I love that you finally have a love interest. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of exactly. have another thing going on, but still the family's so attached to it and more involved than mm-hmm. anybody wants them to ever be. And, yeah. And the whole scene makes me so proud of Frankie because it feels
3: like she just like it's almost like she got justified. Fight again, like she's like, look, I have an art show, like she yes. wins in this. She wins in that situation, so I love that part.
0: Who, she... where did the art come from? Do you know? I really, I thought the art was like really cool. Uh, <laughs> Am I crazy? I thought yeah, it was cool.
1: there is a person who has painted all of those paintings mm-hmm. who was on the set. I can't remember if it's someone that they hired specially, who's not always working on the show, or if it was someone who also was always already working on the show. Because a lot of the people, like a lot of the crew, especially like people who are doing um, set production, art production, they are artists. They right? can paint a lot of the mm-hmm. time. So I don't know if it was one of those people or not. So I, I would have to, IMDB <laughs> it. It's
0: cool. I don't know. And I just like it's little things like that too. That takes a lot of work, right? It does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of. It's I just I like the little details that this show still provides and I I watch them over and over again. And that's what I do with shows I really love. Like oh. I've seen every episode of Friends probably like twenty five. Yeah, times. I think
3: I've done that with the Golden Girls. And that, uh, that could be the reason why yeah. I like Frankie or Grace and Frankie too. You yeah. know? It is very it's golden like, girlsy. It is very golden girlsy. It's kinda yeah. golden girls meets friends. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: yeah. Oh, that's a really great comparison. I never wow. thought about it like that. No, that's, I didn't that's Mind a pitch. Plum. It's yeah. Golden
1: <laughs> Girls Meets Friends and we got Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Here's some money. That's what you that's that's yes.
0: what you're
3: yeah! Oh wow! I know. I was thinking a little tad bit of Sex in a City because of the vibrator situation. Oh yeah!
0: Wow. There's there's a tad of there's a tad of everything. well Blanche, yes. 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 Blanche <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course, we have Robert and Saul who crash the art show after mm-hmm. Bud specifically
1: was told really, them not to come.
0: Don't come. They come, and Saul actually calls um, Kenny Loggins to come.
1: It's like a highway to the danger zone.
0: I know. I was just like, oh man. And I was really upset when uh, <laughs> he chased him out. I was so bummed because that would have been such a big victory for Frankie. Mm-hmm. And she only sold like one painting, I guess to that lady. Is that what we kind of gathered from that whole scene?
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. But, you know, but that's something in itself as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean the pride that she feels, not only just having an art show but being a being an artist, I sold a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm specifically bummed about Kenny Loggins because I didn't get to meet uh, Kenny Loggins. It was a different day, and I was really upset. But, you know, it's like, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, I it was it was interesting, too, because it is still about Saul, you know, kind of overstepping his bounds. He not only came to the show, but then tries to, you know... Inject Kenny Loggins to the whole thing, so it's like, what are the boundaries? That's that's the whole. That's what mm-hmm. that's what Saul struggles with is knowing when to stop.
3: Exactly. Yeah. I think they would have been a couple sooner if Saul was just more honest about how he's always been. Like that's exactly. What, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it
2: paints a full circle moment, I think, because you say that, oh, I wish, you know, Kenny Longs would have stayed. I hate that he chased him out. I was so hurt. And then <laughs> he chases him out, and you feel like you are seeing the episode being written to where, like, oh, it kind of, kind of, you know, draws it back to where we first started when he lied about the first painting. But now, you know, he chases himself out, and now she, she sells her first painting just to a regular person, and it brings her back to the artists that she wants to be just, just selling and making creations. And that's what I love.
0: That's a good point. And I I love the conversation especially that Saul had with Jacob. That was interesting. You know, they he's telling him to stay back and they talk about the painting that Frankie, Frankie ends up selling. It's because he hates mustard. <laughs> so she made a painting of that color. And you know, these two men are very different. Like, Just, I mean, I honestly think that they couldn't be more different, not just because of the color of their skin or because of their sexual, you know, tendencies. It's just because he's... I don't know, there's something about Saul that is a little scared sometimes you know mm-hmm. and and Jacob is a man that kind of like wants to fix everything mm-hmm. as as does Saul but in in very different ways do you think in a way Saul always tries to make it about himself like I, that's the
3: that's what I got when he said see she didn't muster because it, did did you think it was because um she doesn't like me now or is it because it's uh, turning it around and making it about him again and I, I feel like it's always about the men mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. with all due respect i feel like it's like for years they were together and they didn't tell anybody you know yeah i just feel like they were were kind of selfish in a way like yeah um that's a
1: good interpretation of it yeah that's fair so i was
3: like like sometimes i I mean i really feel for them sometimes because it's it could have solved a lot of stuff and i mean it took years away from these ladies life Mm is you know
1: and i think that's a big thing that jacob sees mm -hmm. as well like i think that you know jacob sees that saul is always Trying to make it about himself in some sort of way. And he's trying and Jacob is trying to create those boundaries that Saul has a difficulty respecting. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a big difference between I think the two of them. I think that's why Frankie and Jacob make sense. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they look adorable.
0: They do. <laughs> oh god. They're yeah. so cute. And you know, lastly, or no, there's two more things in this episode I want to mm-hmm. talk about before we move on to the second. There's Brianna and Barry. We see, you know, her relationship quote-unquote, fall apart. And it's very sad, and I yeah. hope this isn't the last we've seen of Barry because I think that she's finally taking a step back and reflecting on herself for the first time, like, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. She kind of always is just, you know, they were wrong, I was right, moving on kind of thing. But, you know, I like that we're getting to see that side of her. And, you know, the lives of these kids because, you know, I think that the only the only one we haven't seen as much about is Coyote, you know in his own personal life so i definitely hope that we get that this season also there was really nice grace and robert scene where they hear that couple talking total trash Mm, about grace and robert you know it's the least he could and that's what she says it's the least he could do is stand up for me Mm -hmm. and you know it's just like this is literally one huge family no matter who hates who what day like these people are stuck with each other forever Yes, mm-hmm. and that's why I like and this show. intertwined, for
3: sure. Exactly, mm-hmm.
0: like they're all connected.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest theme of the show is forgiveness. You know, even though it's like essentially these men have pulled off an elaborate lie that went on for years, and finally they're being their true selves, and they understand that they've blown everyone's lives up, but at the same time, the women, I think. They decide, you know, not to just be sitting in that anger all the time and to forgive because they still have a family together. And I think that that's one of the other things that the show uh, offers is a model of what forgiveness can look like.
3: Absolutely. And it gets a grow, too. I mean, these women are growing as a result. I don't think she would have ever had. I mean, she's coming out of retirement to get her vibrator, well, it was it was originally Grace's idea, but to get this <laughs> vibrator launched, you know? So yeah. it just, it's kind of empowered, but literally the vibrator launched.
0: <laughs> it is. Um, and I love that. And they get a lot, and they get very into that in the next episode. Let's hop over to episode two. Oh, perfect two. That's, that way. That's that's way. The incubator. Yes. Um, well, at first, we again start off with Barry and Brianna. He leaves, and it's it's still, those moments are still funny like mm-hmm. with um her assistant You know, just, when she's just, like, waving him off. I can't. No. (laughs) Just go away. I love, I'm a huge June Diane Raphael fan. I just think that she's one of the funniest people. I love everything that she does, and I think it was about six years ago, actually, I saw a show she did at UCB, and I, like, waited outside for her and Casey Wilson, and Hmm. I was just like, I, (laughs) I, I I, I Was that their
1: sketch show that they did? Yeah, the, uh,
0: Housewives one. Oh, okay. Or no, yeah, it was the stage reading. They would do, uh, of, um, transcripts of housewife episodes huh it That's was hilarious, really, really, really funny. That's and they amazing. would just have one token man throughout the entire thing. just like, And it was Nick Kroll one time I saw it. And the next time it was Adam Polly. It's really oh, funny. Wow. I'm sure it's on YouTube and stuff. You guys should check it out. Mm-hmm. But I talked to June and I was just like, you are one of the reasons I want to start doing improv. I want to start doing all of these things because I think you're so awesome. <laughs> and she was just like, oh my God, friend me on Facebook. Like, <laughs> oh, you're wow. So Did, cool. she you? Did she friend you on I Facebook? I friended her and she accepted my friend request.
3: Wow. <laughs> are you still friends
0: on Facebook? No. No, but I... I, (laughs) I, That's the June I know. But but she accepted it back in the day. I I feel like she's not on Facebook anymore, but Casey Wilson still is my friend on Facebook. So, you know, fair enough. But yeah, I just... Again, I love I love her, I love that character, Brianna, and I just think she's very funny. So, props to her. Maybe she'll be able to come on this show one day. Yeah, be, yeah, you throw it out there. Yeah, yeah. that'd be really cool. Be like, I'll tell
1: her I had a good time. Yeah, yes, tell her. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> she might be like, Atomic Elbow! And just, you know. oh, yeah,
0: like, I mean, she's really cool in real life, too, right? Oh, yeah, June. I mean, she's such a goof.
1: What can I say? You know, she's a hoot. And and all of us get along really well, you mm-hmm. know, on set. we have a We have a fun time, you know, in between scenes. Just, you know, joshing about things, you know. Also, you know... Um, both June and uh, Brooklyn are parents. Mm-hmm. You know, as is Ethan. I'm the only one that's not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yes! It's fine. But you still got time.
1: Yes. Yes. I got time. Uh, it's on my side. Yes, men always is. have yeah. time. Yes, men
3: have time forever. <laughs> hey, you can
1: freeze your eggs. <laughs> right? That's not uncomfortable. Oh
0: <laughs> that's so hilarious. It's yeah, it's a good point. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Anyways, um, <laughs> well, we have this uh, interesting scene with Jane Jacob, Grace, and Frankie, and it's where Jacob straight out tells Grace, "I don't like you. I don't like what you did at that." This is the, lunch. the
1: morning meeting that they had, right? Yes, yeah. the
0: morning, the morning meeting, and um, you know, and I, I like that too because it reminds us not that much time has passed, even though we've been watching this show for a couple years now. It's, like, how much time do you think it has been since the it, we started? I always try to think about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it is that sort of thing. I mean, TV reality, right? TV time. I think it's really pretty much on the heels of what happens in second two. Mm-hmm. Uh, season two, at the end of season two. Because I think that maybe it's in the same month, even, mm-hmm. that the end of season two and the beginning of season three are happening.
0: And then before that, though, like season one when they all found out. I mean, it's probably been, I think it's been less than six months,
1: probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, if you think of it that
0: way.
1: Yeah, I, I want to say that there's a couple places where that's called out. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I want to say later in season three, someone specifically says, it's been 18 months since this happened. Oh, okay. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, I know now, too.
0: <laughs> Good to know. And, yeah, this kind of weird rivalry is formed in a way. I mean, Jacob was a little, you know, like, down, down boy. It's okay. But he is, I love it that he's trying to protect Frankie. Absolutely.
1: He knows how close they are, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, he knows, um, because he's not as emotionally invested in grace as Frankie is, mm-hmm. he can see where it gets contentious at times, you know, and I think he tries to, he he, hel- he tries to help, um, keep that cool, but at the same time, you know, he loves Frankie. So if this woman is hurting the woman I love, it kind of can make him, you know, ruffle his feathers a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then we get to the incubator. Yes. That was fun. <laughs> Which oh is God. hilarious. <laughs>
1: yeah. That, that scene you so cool. I'm still
2: upset that they didn't get chickens. I, I, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I, that really... It made me laugh so hard. I felt Frankie in that moment. She, she was so upset. So
1: funny. So funny.
0: Yeah, it was hilarious. But did you guys think that the laser tag thing was also the coolest thing ever?
1: <laughs>
0: I, I love laser tag and I mean I would I would just be like shooting people all day and I loved that the random people they'd shoot, they'd be like, ugh oh, and fall back. And of course Frankie just Is into was, it. So into it. And she, you know, tries to steal steal,
3: <laughs> steal that was off. so funny.
0: And to save
1: no, no. <laughs> Have you ever been to like, an office like that? Yes, it's I used to work crazy. in one. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like oh, really?
3: yeah, it's just like everything. Like you could bring your dogs, and it's just like really cool. And you know, the company didn't last very long, but it was a tech <laughs> mm, company. It was yeah. Too <laughs> cool to last. It was too yeah. cool to last. But there was like a bar in the middle of the um in the middle of the island. Wow! And so people were hmm. all working, and it was like balls being played and all types
1: of things. <laughs> huh, huh. So,
3: balls yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You had to watch like your fun. nose all the time. Yeah. Was basketball <laughs> was flying at you. <laughs>
0: god uh it yeah the place is very cool very millennial very millennial very interesting i don't even know how the grace found out about the place how she got a meeting because it you know it wasn't really a, a fit for what they do but they meet with this guy who he's you know punching a like miniature punching bag as and he's like does this bother you and he starts doing it and i just go yes <laughs> this bothers me that's so rude <laughs> I mean, what, but it, again, it made me laugh, and watching it the second time around, both Grace and Frankie's reactions to what he was doing was very, like, indicative of their personality. I feel like it almost revved Grace up. She's like, okay, okay. Yeah.
1: Like she was getting ready for the fight herself as yep. well, yeah. Very creed. Yes. Very creed. Very,
0: very creed. And uh, <laughs> Frankie was like, no, this, is, this does bother me. But then when he tells them this isn't a fit, we're a tech company, we um, disrupt things, and that made me, th- I was like, huh. That's what that means, disruptors.
3: Yeah. It like makes Uber. sense like Uber, Lyft, like mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. yeah. Uber Eats. It's like it's changing <laughs> the way everything is operated. It was the first
1: yeah. time I ever understood it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, disrupt. I thought you meant you were annoying. But yeah, yes, Airbnb okay. is the same thing.
0: It's
3: like, yeah. you know.
0: They're disruptors. Yeah. They're like, well, no, we're going to disrupt the. Market for the um, you know over seventy vibrator that exactly
2: doesn't
0: doesn't exist and I love the moment too at the end when Grace is pissed now and Frankie and they had a weird he wasn't a bad guy no um, he was he was a
3: sweetheart yeah he
0: was just like a aloof um, millennial business mm-hmm. businessman yeah. but they and he goes well at least we have this and he tries to hold their hands and Frankie reaches out and then she like retracts when she looks at Grace I loved it again just like small little bits of that comedy and physical comedy too it's one of my favorite things mm-hmm. about the show um, and then of course we have the Saul and Robert they're in their new house and then Bud Bud, <laughs> comes, Bud comes over because he wants to take his new lady to the house for the day, right? Um, I thought that's what he was trying to do, and then he was like bummed that they were there. What was he trying to do there?
1: Oh, I'm I'm drawing a blank of
2: what happens well, there they exactly. They were um, staying in because they didn't want to go to work, and then Bud visited
1: visited them, right? <gasps> right. Robert calls in sick. Is that what yes, it is? Yeah.
0: They both did. Yeah.
1: So, and then I came over with soup.
2: Oh, yeah, right, right, um, yeah. right.
1: Because they were sick, or so he thought. Yeah, then blind um, at one point. Yeah, yeah. what <laughs> you say?
2: and then blind at one point. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Where
1: they're they're dancing around. He's dancing around to was it like H M S Penafore or something. And, uh, yeah, so then Bud comes in, and, you know, the I think that what that scene is about, and it kind of goes a little further in the rest of the season as well, the, the idea of retiring is on the table mm-hmm. for Robert and Saul, and Robert is really into it, and Saul not so much, Robert's trying to convince him, and when Bud comes in, you know, it's like... They are disrupting the flow of what's going on at the law firm. Mm-hmm. So it's like I went out of my way to bring you soup, fell in a hole. Oh, that's a scene that happens <laughs> yep. too. That was a yeah. um, good with, with Frankie and Brianna on the on the uh, on the the bench seeing people fall into the, the hole in the in the sidewalk, which is Hilarious, but that's, also uh, upsetting, because yeah. uh, I've done that. I've you know just fallen into. I'm
0: here thinking like that's a really good idea. <laughs> I, th- I thought you
1: meant that you sat there and watched people do that. No, 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 no
0: that I've been
2: the person. I've been the
1: person that people are happening. watching. Where I'm just well, like,
0: these
2: are new. <laughs> yeah. these are new shoes.
0: I'm that person too, by the way. I'm both people. Okay, so, <laughs> so it's okay to say that. But you know what I thought was interesting about that scene too. I felt like it was eye-opening. Um, the scene with Robert and Son, but I felt I felt like it was eye-opening to Bud for a second too just I mean because I thought you know I was thinking about it this is still a newish thing and it do you think it's kind of still jarring sometimes when he sees them and he's just like whoa like I kind of it's like when you wake up and you have a really weird dream, and then you realize it wasn't a dream, and you're like, oh, okay, I kind of need to, <laughs> like, get get adjusted for a second. I mean, do mm-hmm. you think the kids are still kind of dealing with accepting or getting used to this couple?
1: Yeah, to an extent, you know. And I think that that's, I mean, that's one of the biggest reasons that they moved into this house, is yeah. to be able to kind of reset the energy, you know. And so everyone's coming around to it you know i don't think that there's any like problems on the surface Mm -hmm. as much as there are still the lingering things of like well you hurt my mom you know Mm -hmm. you hurt my mom's feelings so i feel like that's always going to be there a little bit um but clearly bud cares you know about everybody that's his thing is being trying to take care of everybody so when he comes in with the soup, and it's just like he's been lied to you know Mm -hmm. again but he understands to a certain extent, but it's just kind of like everybody just say what you need to say. You know, you don't have to make up a story, like if you don't want to come in, just don't just tell me you're not gonna come in. Mm-hmm. We can deal with the truth. Remember that? That's yeah. what you, you literally Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was what were you going to say, Calvin? Yeah,
1: you literally told them that,
2: and I think that's a—I think a theme that we hope to see play out throughout season three because, again, they've held out this lie for so long. It's about time for people to start spilling the truth. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's something that they go deeper into uh, later in the season. Um, in this episode, they're—they're they're really planting the seeds of because what I also like is Robert and Saul's relationship. You, they're trying to have a functional relationship. They've been doing this so long in the closet. That now they can be who they are, but that doesn't mean that they know how to do it exactly right. Mm -hmm. So they're still playing with, well, how do we be in a relationship? How do we communicate with each other? How do we let people know what our priorities are as a couple? Stuff like that. And I think that this scene is sort of like the inception of those things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, you know, we also see that fun scene between Frankie and Brianna. Mm -hmm. And it's where Brianna, they're talking about the loan and... Brianna thought they were getting one, and she said that Grace was, what did she say, a big, skinny liar or something?
2: Big, skinny liar, big yeah. fat, skinny liar. Big, fat, skinny liar.
0: And then that's when Brianna steps in and offers them. Yeah, she has the means. Yeah. I thought that was really good, but
3: we all know that there's no way Grace is going to accept the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. true. Yeah. Absolutely. So she told her to like sugarcoat it. Tell her, tell her that she got it from someplace else. I don't know. But and more they,
1: secrets, though. Yes, more, more secrets. secrets. So the family okay.
0: is all about secrets.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, more and more people though. It's like their lives are continuing to be intertwined in a more complicated way yeah. over and over again. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's kind of what happens when there's um, clowns to the left of you, and then there's jokers to the right, <laughs> yeah, and then you're stuck in the middle
0: with yeah. poo. Yeah. With
1: poo. With poo. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah guys we were saying well no Barry yeah. was saying that earlier <laughs> sometimes
1: I say stuck in the middle with poo" along with <laughs> the theme song that's just a little bit about who I am
0: Stuck in
3: the middle with poo. <laughs> I don't like, think it's yeah. anything different Everything than makes. what kind of happens in regular families, too, you know, because it's like we uh, obviously Brianna wants her mom and yeah. Frankie to like have this amazing
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, business just go off, like regardless of what the situation was before, like um, uh, Brianna not being able to trust or excuse me, Grace not being able to really trust Brianna, because of like how she made her feel at last season, and um, but she still wants to see her mom do well, yeah. and she knows that her mother won't accept it because her mother's kind of being a little very
1: prideful. Very, yeah,
3: like no, we're not alone. We got some things happening. We got mm-hmm. some. We're Willing and dealing You yeah. know that's what. And what we want we want to see Brianna. Obviously, wants to see her mother win. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, I'm just gonna let's just let's just say this. So even though there's more lies being rooted. Um, it's it's not coming from a bad place it's just coming from I want to see her win and yeah. you know and I know she's not going to accept the money from me because it's too much pride
0: mm-hmm. so
3: that's what I and then here we go with another live
0: yep here, here we go. go but there's still lots of laughs to be had you know lots of fun things to happen and in a way I'm like okay this is fine because I know it's going to blow up and it's going to be fun to watch Uh, So that's what's great about TV, right? Mm
1: -hmm. You say that like you haven't seen it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I I know it's going to be
1: fun to watch.
0: (laughs) I'm only, honestly, I'm only six in, so I've stopped myself. I, I
3: honestly I, I I need to trail back I'm gonna I binge watched I did
2: you binge watched it it's really difficult not to <laughs> it is it is difficult not to I, I was I like, wait. Had to slap my hand at episode 3 You
3: yeah. I was like wait but I know what happened then and I was like oh so I'm, I really need to backtrack well
0: <laughs> on that note instead of getting into predictions because that just wouldn't be fair um, let's get into some more questions for you mm-hmm. mm-hmm. great right. yes <laughs> um, alright let's start with you guys any questions specifically that you have about Baron his character Uh, I love Bud Mm -hmm. I I just love me some Bud Um, I, I can start off I'll start off uh, have there been any? You guys seem like you could be some pranksters. There could be some fun, um, fun shenanigans on set. Is there any fun story that that sticks out? I mean, was there any lube or vibrators just floating around? <laughs> <laughs> or the condom? Remember the, yeah. the,
3: the,
1: the, the, the Yeah, the yeah. yeah. pop-up condom. Yeah, <laughs>
3: pop-up pop
0: <laughs>
1: um, You know, it's uh, what Well, you know, sometimes there there is a thing called uh, cast presence uh, crew presence that happens at the end of a season. So, uh, at the end of, I want to say it was the second season at the end of the second season. Um, Ethan and I, uh, went half on getting some hats for the crew. And we, I secretly got the grace and Frankie font from the producers and made Bud and Coyote hats Aww. so you might see some people walking around with hats that say Bud and Coyote on them Aww. in the exact same uh, font that, that's, a, that's a nice little fun thing that we got to do, it really annoyed June, so that's <laughs> the best part about it um, so you're already pitching a spinoff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, at least a hat off. Uh, hats off to the spinoff art. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's like you know we have we we have fun. But like I can't think of any pranks in particular that have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I made deodorant for June in Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> my Is that girlfriend? Why? Yeah, my girlfriend and I we make we make our own deodorants. You know, <laughs> okay. we, we those people. And, that uh, is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome. Well, thank you. I'll tell you the recipe. It's all. It's is all, it all natural? <laughs> all natural. Very cool. All natural. Because Brooklyn and June both were complaining about how sweaty and stinky they are, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, are you fighting against it or, or working with it?" And they're like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Exactly. Try this.
3: <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
1: Thanks. I got them addicted to it. I want to know
3: more about that. I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell oh, you cool. off camera.
1: the yes. the, the, the recipe.
0: <laughs> the secret recipe. <laughs> Um, what about you guys? Anything that specifically you want to ask? I mean, I know I yeah, I, I, I just I'm can't. full. Well, Jane Fonda. What mm-hmm.
3: was it when you first met her? What was that like? I,
1: well, you know, I know you used to mention
3: Lily was always your hero, but like, I love Jane Fonda. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, Jane is very intimidating, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like you know, as a comic and Lily's a comedian. That's why I always could relate to mm-hmm. her, or you know, looked up to her. And Jane is. She's no joke, you know. She she walks into a room and it's like royalty is there. Wow, you know. And someone said there's a difference between demanding respect and commanding respect. Wow. And so Jane is a woman who commands it. You just want to give it to her because of her wow. essence, and she's also very warm, you know. And luckily, she thinks I'm hilarious, so that's always <laughs> that's always a, that's always a plus. Um, but yeah, I mean. And then, you know, when I have scenes with her, you know, I've had scenes in the past where I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm going to be working with Jane tomorrow. I better be on point because she does not suffer fools, you know. (laughs) And I was just like, I need to be ready. I need to be, you know, on her level. Mm -hmm. And so, and I was happy that that's the kind of thing that that's the kind of challenge that makes me happy. Where I feel like okay, I, I walked away and I could hold my own with Jane Fonda, and no one complained about it. And Jane awesome. even said, "Nice job." So wow. I can sleep.
3: Well, well, clearly, clearly, you can hold your awesome. own. Uh, clearly, you can hold your own. I mean, you're a bud. So but, I mean, like you, you you're you're a bud. I mean, this is so no, I appreciate you're that. obviously amazing. Well, you are amazing. You? Well, you know we're so I... grateful to have you on here.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, yes. Shannon. I appreciate.
0: Yes. It. Is there any specific episode or scene? Throughout the entire series, it sticks out to you as being something you are really proud of or was, like, extraordinarily fun.
1: Yes. Um, you know, uh, whenever Ethan and I have, like, a, a scene together, just a Bud and Coyote kind of brothers hanging out scene, it's always fun. I always look forward to it. Usually, Ethan and I will, will like, you know, like, try to meet for lunch and rehearse the scene. You know, we'll, like, Aww. hang out and talk and then we'll, like, go to a park and then Aww. just, like, kind of run it through. Um, There was the scene in uh, Season 2 where, um, you know, Coyote has been looking for his birth mother. He's hiding the the letter from Bud, Mm -hmm. and... Then Bud starts trying to handle all the ego of everybody. You know, there was the episode where Coyotes has got the letter and it was the scene where me and Ethan are going back and forth and I've got the letter in my hand and I'm gesticulating violently, you know, it's just like all this fresh stuff and I throw it, it lands under the fridge. Somehow, every single time, the way that I threw it out of my hand was perfect. Wow. <laughs> it would just always fly there was actually one time where it actually flew right under the wow, the, uh, that's that's so weird. It's the like fridge.
0: Under your special skills yes.
1: on your resume. <laughs> And that was a particularly fun day, just kind of hanging out with Ethan, doing that scene. I think that episode was directed by Michael Showalter, who um, is a great director. He, He did, you know, Wet Hot American Summer and whatnot, so... That was a really fun day, just kind of working with him. And that episode, I really liked Coyote and Bud's story. Yeah, that was so that was particularly fun for me.
0: That was a really good episode. Um, if you guys don't have any more questions, I just want to talk about your kind of career outside of Grace yes. and Frankie. Oh, as, goodness. yeah. I mean, you know, you're a hilarious comic, <laughs> podcast. I tried. so for those <laughs> that you know might only know you as Bud on Grace and Frankie, tell mm-hmm. me about all this comedy stuff that you do in your background. Yeah,
1: well, you know, I had. I have two comedy albums that uh, are available to be had. Um, One's called Raised by Cable, which I was. And then the other one's called Black Sistential Crisis. Both of those are in places where you get albums. Uh, And then I have a show I do here in Los Angeles at the fourth Sunday every month at the UCB Franklin. It's called The New Negroes, which my nickname is Deaf Alternative Comedy Jam. And basically, <laughs> love it, it, love it. I'm, I'm biting a title from a book from the 20s called "New Negro," and it was an anthology of writers, thinkers, poets at the time, that were around and kind of encapsulating a new movement, mm-hmm. which ended up becoming the Harlem Renaissance. Wow. So in the book of New Negro, you would have writings by Zora Neale Hurston and, and Langston Hughes and Claude McKay and W.E.B. Du Bois is in there, and let's hear it for Du Bois. <laughs> so it's like I'm biting that title to say that there's a similar thing happening happening in comedy, where black people are not fitting into a box but everybody is kind of speaking from their own authority and their own agency and defining who they are as opposed to being defined wow, that's so amazing. that's super heady
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I, i'm with you i'm like wow
0: we but should it's go on a field trip a new
3: black <laughs> yeah yeah well we,
1: we you know we're like we like we'll, we'll church a little bit you know mm-hmm. just kind of sunday night just kind of like everybody let the church say amen Um, so, and then besides that, um, I'm going to be on Mystery Science Theater 3000, which is, um, the ultimate nerd show, very different than Grace and Frankie, um, which I'm happy to be involved with because I kind of get to show that range. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I made a documentary that comes out, uh, April 2nd, this Sunday on Fusion called Fatherless, where I... Uh, endeavored to find and meet my biological father for the first time ever. Wow. Yeah, you know. Just Just simple stuff. Is that out yet? It's Sunday.
0: Sunday? Oh, Oh, Wow. Fusion. Check it out. Yeah, Yeah. Fusion. Awesome. How was
1: that? (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) 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 Crazy, Calvin. Documentary style crazy. Um, Just because these are things that, like, growing up, like, me and my mom, we never really, you know, discussed these things, because it was Mm. something that happened to her that was very painful, you know, and as I became an adult, I started to see, like, how much I've been adjusting around my ideas of what a man is, you know, and just kind of winging it and, and assuming that I can never meet up to it. But also having a little bit of a shame for being a man because a man hurt my mom, a man hurt my grandmother, men start every war. And I'm like, and I'm one? Uh-oh. So it's like learning to deal with those things and kind of getting more, uh, if you will, self-love about yes. who I am, Um You know, I felt confident in going to do this journey. Mm -hmm. Like I was going to be okay, no matter what the result of it were going to be. So, but it's out there. You know, I put it out there. Wow, that's amazing. Super real. Super real. Wow, that
0: sounds really fantastic. Actually, I'm definitely going to check it out. Me too. You guys should too. One more time for the viewers, so they can follow you and sing it again. Your social media name, please.
1: It's Barvon Black with the Q. That's B-A-R-V-O-N-B-L-A-Q. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> and of course thank you Calvin we're so excited to have you on this panel this is Calvin's first After Buzz show Yay! so it exactly. is great to be on this panel with you where can they find you again
2: all across social media at Leon Calvin Mack
0: awesome yeah and they can find me at Shannon Bobo everywhere and I'll follow you guys back and you guys can find me Sam Davidson SamDavidsonEntertainment.com Twitter and Instagram at SamD43 thank you all so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week for episodes three and four bye bye